Hey everyone, this is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTFatLoss.com here with another 7-day fat burning coaching call to help get you through the week and this time we are going to switch it up. That's kind of our theme for March because our March TT workout of the month is called uh, the Fat Loss Switch and it's just a bunch of unique ways of doing turbulence training, quite a few different ways than what you've seen before in the past and so we're going to talk about switching things up quite a bit in this call. Now, the weather around here is actually switching up a little bit up here in Toronto. There's a little bit of spring in the air, and there's only three weeks until it's officially spring. So we're happy for that. You know, the days are definitely getting more sunshine later into the day, and spring is in the air. I'm sure it'll go away, but it will come back eventually. Now, this weekend, uh, I was at home, and then next weekend, I'm off to Cleveland, and I get home on the Saturday evening, so I'm pretty happy for that because I really don't like traveling on Sundays. It's kind of a depressing day when you're in the airport all day and then you have to go and right back into the into the plan and schedule on Monday. So I do enjoy having the Sunday at home. And I'll be sticking to my nutrition as much as possible, so I'm not going to switch that up too much. Uh, these days I am making more efforts to get more greens than ever before. And I've always eaten a lot of broccoli and then I started eating a lot of spinach and I consume a supplement called Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is the supplement, and so I have a little bit of that in one of my blender drinks, and I honestly probably get more greens in a day than the average American gets vegetables all week, because according to statistics, uh, the average American only gets two or three servings of vegetables per day, and I get a lot of greens in a day, so maybe not more than uh, the average person in a week, but quite a bit. For example, here's a way that you can get more greens into your regular meals. So for lunch today, I had four or whole organic eggs, so not just egg whites, but organic eggs with the yolk, scrambled, cooked in organic butter, and I cooked it with spinach and broccoli. So those were two sources of greens and at least a serving, if not two servings of each in there, plus mushrooms and red onion. And I usually top that with something called Mrs. Renfro's Salsa. So that's a brand name, and it's really good salsa that I buy, and I probably go through like a jar every couple of days because I have it on uh, either my salads or my omelets there. And that was really good, and I know that's uh, helping me out because when I was in Panama, my greens intake went down a lot. No matter how hard I tried, it was hard to get the greens um, at you know at lunch and breakfast like I tend to have here. And I almost got a cold from that, and I'm kind of fighting it off, and I think I'm going to get away with it. Uh, even though down there I had a couple glasses of wine each night, I was staying up until midnight and still getting up at 5 a.m. because it was quite busy. But when I got back to Toronto, I started you know, increasing the greens in my diet, doing all the good stuff that I do around here, getting a little bit more sleep. And I think that that change is going to save me from the cold, or uh, maybe I'm completely wrong and I just never had a cold in the first place, or maybe I'm going to get a full-blown cold. I don't know. Hopefully, next week, I'm going to be talking just as normal as I am today. But let's, you know, get into our fat loss switch call for the week of Monday, March the 7th, and our transformation tip of the week. And it comes from a guy named Larry Wingett, who I've quoted a few times before. And he said, don't think of making it in terms of achievement. Instead, know that you are in the constant state of making it if you are doing all that you can in every area of your life until the day you die. It's not about getting there, it's about the trip. And people really like that one on Facebook. And so I also gave a, a double shot of uh, kick-butt mindset tips. This one starts off with Kekich Credo number 68. 
that there is an infinite number of new opportunities. Actively seek them out and position yourself to recognize and take advantage of them. Now, that sounds like businessy stuff, but if you think about it this way, if you think about making fitness networking part of your daily activities, going to fitness and healthy lifestyle events, building social support groups, and positive relationships as the foundation of your fat loss, then you will succeed. All right, let's move into our training tip for Monday. I'm going to give you a challenge workout. So way back in 2007, the original 300 workout that was published in Men's Health, uh, I didn't create it, somebody else did. It became very popular, and I filmed the exercises for Men's Health for their website. And so my video has been viewed over a million and a half times, so a lot of people have seen me on there. And, again, I I did not create the original workout, but I've created a few spin-off versions And so here's another 300 workout challenge, 10 exercises, 10 reps each, and rest as little as possible. Now, I didn't rest at all between exercises, and I only rested 30 seconds at the end of each round. Some of the stuff sounds easy. Some of the stuff is pretty hard. So here's how it goes. You're going to do bodyweight Bulgarian split squats, 10 repetitions for each side. And then you're going to do close grip push-ups, 10 reps. Then you're going to do alternating forward lunges with a big step. You're going to do 10 repetitions per side, alternating. Then you can do inverted rows, 10 reps, decline push-ups, 10 reps, chin-ups, 10 reps, mountain climbers, 10 reps per side, prisoner squats, 10 reps, and then kettlebell swings, 10 reps. And you can use a 35-pound kettlebell if you're a guy or an 18-pound kettlebell if you're a woman. And if you actually do the math there, it sounds like more than uh, 100 reps per round. You're going to do three rounds there. But when I say 10 repetitions per side of Bulgarian split squats, I only count that as 10 total reps. So that's a challenge workout. It took me about 15 minutes to get through that, so it's a good way to end a workout or to replace a workout if you are very pressed for time. Now into Tuesday, we're going to do our research review, and this one comes from the journal Nutrition Research, a very interesting study to me. It's called Diets High in Conjugated Linoleic Acid, CLA, from Pasture-Fed Cattle Did Not Alter Markers of Health in Young Women. So there's been a lot of mainstream reports that CLA, the supplement CLA, conjugated linoleic acid, uh, helps with fat loss. But I've never bought into that, and I've heard this since 1998, I believe. And so these researchers from Iowa State University wanted to give naturally incorporated CLA from pasture-fed beef and dairy products to subjects, and then they gave a normal low CLA diets to other subjects. So let me explain that a little bit. CLA is a a substance that is put in a lot of supplements, and it it can be found naturally in your diet from grass-fed beef and dairy products. And so in the dietary supplement studies, they give three grams of CLA or a gram of CLA in pill form. And in most of the studies, there have been no results, but in some studies, there's been some positive results. So that's why there's been this big fuss about CLA. Now, Again, because you can also get it from your regular diet, these researchers wanted to see if you'd get fat loss and health benefits from eating CLA from regular foods. And I've seen a lot of nutritionists say that if you eat grass-fed beef, the CLA is going to help you lose fat. And here's the test. So they had 18 healthy women between age 20 and 39 consume one of these diets for eight weeks, and the diets were the same except for the CLA content of the meat. So both groups got 30% from fat, 13% from protein, and 54% from carbohydrate. And again, the only difference was one group consumed 
the grass-fed beef with 1.17 grams per day of CLA, and the other group got 0.35 grams per day of CLA. And so it was about a gram of CLA from regular diet. And what they found was no changes in insulin sensitivity, body composition, or any other measured change. So a regular diet with a regular amount of CLA from grass-fed beef, you know, with a little bit extra CLA, is not powerful enough to cause changes. And so it might just be that there wasn't enough CLA in the diet, or it might be that CLA just doesn't matter anyways. So something to debate. All right, moving into Wednesday's workout tip. As I mentioned, we're going to switch it up, and I'm going to give a switch it up training tip on my Facebook page on TurbulenceTrainingFanPage.com every day, Monday through Friday in March. And so it's going to be a little simple tip that's going to have a dramatic effect on your results. And so today's switch training tip is to help save your shoulders. And so here's what you're going to do. Regularly, or what you might see in bodybuilding magazines, when you do pressing, horizontal pressing, such as, or even vertical pressing like shoulder press or horizontal pressing like barbell pressing, bench press, you'll see that the bodybuilder always has their elbows pointed out to their side. So it's about a 90-degree angle between their upper arm and their body. But what we're going to do is switch that up and have your elbows tucked in closer to the side to minimize shoulder stress. And even when you do dumbbell presses, instead of having your elbows pointed out directly to the side, tuck them in a little bit at the very least at a 45-degree angle, maybe even closer. And that way you're going to, again, dramatically reduce the amount of stress on your rotator cuff. And to switch it up even further, normally you do narrow grip seated row, but what I want you to do is do a wide grip seated row or do band pulls where you're pulling apart and your elbows are going out to the side and you're really squeezing between your shoulder blades. So you're going to make two changes there. And if you only could make one change, the change in your pressing form where you have your elbows tucked in a little bit is much more important. So today I did a workout, upper body, and I made those changes. So my first exercise was bench press with uh, chains added on the end. That's another story for another day. But I tucked my elbows in, and then I did dumbbell chest-supported row. And as I did the rowing motion, so my elbows started in, but as I did rowing, I took my elbows out to the side and really squeezed my upper back. Then the next uh, pair of exercises I did was close grip rack lockouts. So that's just the top range of the bench press. And I had my elbows tucked in, and I had a close grip of about shoulder width apart. So again, reducing the stress on the shoulder joint. And then I paired that with dumbbell rows, and for that one, the elbow did stay close to my body for that one, so I didn't have elbows out on that. And then I did decline push-ups where I kept my elbows close to the body. And then I did farmer walks with dumbbells, so that one doesn't really count. And then I stole an exercise from Jason Ferugia, who put this in the latest men's fitness magazine. Um, he was talking about replicating strongman type events. And what I did was an iron cross cable hold. So in the Strongman TV show, you know, if you watch every Strongman events, they have one event where they just hold weights with their arms out to their side. And you can replicate that in the gym by, you know, getting a cable stack and, you know, doing a lateral raise out to the side and then holding the weight there for 30 to 60 seconds. And you can challenge yourself on that. So that was what I did today. Now let's move into a trainer Thursday tip. And we got another switch it up technique. What I've been changing recently in my body in, or in my workouts, in my personal workouts and in the turbulence training workouts, is I'm using giant bodyweight circuits before every workout. And it's really helping me personally with injury, uh, overcoming injury, and improving abdominal stability. 
So, you know, my back has felt better than it has in the last two years. Um, my shoulders are getting stronger. Uh, the small muscles there, reducing rotator cuff problem. And I have a very, uh, I wouldn't say it's sore neck, but my left trap, upper traps there, get sore and stiff. And so I'm improving uh, that as well with these extra bodyweight warm-ups. And so I want to give a uh, tip of the hat to Martin Rooney, who's a strength and conditioning coach with a lot of MMA guys and He's down in New Jersey. He's a big influence on this change. He's got a great book called Training for Warriors, and he talks about how their warm-ups for these uh, MMA guys for a lot of pe- is, is a complete workout for a lot of people. So a lot of people get done the warm-up when they train with Martin, and they think that's the workout, but that's just the warm-up. So he um, he's put a lot of great information out there. And so here's a... For example, the warm-up from the Turbulence Training Switch Program. So you're going to do jumping jacks for about 20 to 30 seconds, then run in place for 20 to 30 seconds, then a prisoner lunge, then a duck under, then a bird dog, then a plank, then something called a glute squeeze, which is just where you squeeze your butt at the top of a lying hip extension, then mountain climbers, then bodyweight squats, then a Cossack lunge, and that's an interesting exercise. You'll have to see pictures of it in the TT Switch Program then push-ups, then leg swings, then a stretch for your hip flexor area, and then a stretch for your chest. And that circuit would be repeated twice, and it'll probably take about 15 minutes to get through it. Now, you can cut back on it if you want, but if you really want to uh, be prepared for your training, that's a great warm-up. All right, into Facebook Friday. We're getting a lot of questions over there on the Turbulence Training fan page, and I recommend you drop by and answer your, ask your questions, and I'll give you an answer. And so the question, or the first of our two questions comes from Josh Fairbairn. He said he's got two weeks until he goes to Cancun. He wants to get ripped fast. He says it's no, he knows it's late, but he's thinking a high protein, total body exercise. What else would I, would I recommend? And, you know, to be honest, the only thing that I can recommend is a machine, and that machine is a time machine because you can't just get dramatic results in two weeks. He really should have had a plan for eight to 12 weeks, he should have had the right diet, plus intervals, plus resistance training. And I get this question all the time, and there's no substitute for starting early. So people that do have a uh, vacation coming up soon, please start in advance to lose your body fat. Then a question from Joan Diaz, who says, I'm 165 pounds right now at 5'8", and I'm eating 2,000 calories per day. I want to keep the weight and lose some fat around the waist. Am I on the right track? I do. I train three times per week. If I eat anything less than 2,000 calories, I don't feel good at all. And, you know, the, the fact is you're just eating too many calories. I don't know if you're calculating your calories wrong, but, you know, my friend Brad Pilon has done a bodybuilding show, and he was 185 or 190 pounds and a guy, and he was, you know, dieting at 1,800 calories. I mean, you just can't lose body fat at 2,000 calories if you're a woman. I just... Don't believe you're not going to be able to. So you're going to have to recheck your calorie counts and take a look at the type of foods that you're consuming, um, moving more towards greens and uh, high-fiber, low-calorie, nutrient-dense foods that will allow you to stay full on 1,600, 1,500, even 1,400 calories because that is what's going to help you lose body fat. All right, into Social Support Saturday, 30 minutes of fun activity, and then just a short quote for you. You can't change your genetics, but you can change your attitude, your persistence, your environment, the people you listen to, and the things you do. So please make sure that you're putting yourself 
in the right environment. That's what Social Support Saturday is all about. And then finally, our Plan, Shop, and Prepare Day. This can be done any day of the week, of course, but I just put it in on Sunday here. That's when a lot of people can do it. And we did have a couple of questions about liquid calories. And so the question was, you know, how important is it to consume green tea for a fat loss program? And my answer is there's nothing magic about green tea, so you don't necessarily have to drink it if you don't want to, if you don't enjoy the taste. Uh, other types of tea are healthy, so regular tea has been shown to be quite healthy. But I think green tea has a little bit extra health benefit to it. But I don't believe it has any fat-burning benefit to it. So when I say to drink it, I'm only talking about the health benefits. And really the bottom line when it comes to consuming calories is that you don't want to be consuming any unnecessary calories because those drinks like soda, juice, Red Bull-type drinks, even milk and sugar in your coffee, those things don't fill you up. Your body doesn't recognize that you consume calories, and therefore those are the added calories that can get you in a lot of trouble in your fat loss program, especially those Frappuccino-type drinks that are full of 300 to 500 calories. And then the second question was, how much of an impact does one to two glasses of wine have a day on your fat-burning goals? And, well, you know, the truth is you can consume wine and lose fat as long as you factor in the calories. So each glass of wine is about 100 to 150 calories. And if your total calorie needs are 2,000 for the day, if you're a guy and you're just going to lose a little bit of fat, you're not trying to get super ripped, you can drink two glasses of wine but that means you're going to have to cut your food intake down to 1,700 calories. So if you can be disciplined and stick to the 1,700 calories, then the wine won't have much effect on your fat burning, any negative effect. But, you know, because it does come down a lot to total, total calories consumed, but I'm not recommending everybody go out and start drinking two glasses of wine. I don't think drinking wine is going to help your fat burning, but... You know, one glass of wine isn't going to make you obese. So you have to understand the continuum that this puts you on and the importance of making sure that the liquid calories don't make you consume too many calories over the course of the day. So stuff to keep in mind there, but definitely we don't want to take away all your pleasures of life. You certainly can have some wine. I know I had quite a bit of uh, Chilean wine when I was down in Panama last week. And I'm just as lean as I was when I left. So, again, it's really all about the total weekly, and not just daily, calorie intake and calorie burning. So that's it for this week. Next week I'm going to come back at you with more workout switch-ups and a research review on the truth about boosting metabolism with exercise and some nutrition questions on how much protein do you need to consume. So I look forward to helping you out and switching up your fat loss workouts for March 2011. So thank you very much, everybody, for being on the call. Make sure you drop by the fan page at TurbulenceTrainingFanPage.com on Facebook to ask your questions if you have any for me, and I'll make sure to answer them on a future call. Bye-bye, everyone.